You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 162. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. I don't know about you, but this is actually my favorite time of year, and I get super excited for Thanksgiving. It's one of my absolute favorite holidays. But before we get to that, I just want to remind you that most of my programs are filling up for January. And if you're already starting to feel the holiday pounds creep on, I want you to register now because I know that one week before January 1st, you're going to email me and you're going to say, do you have any openings left? and they're usually sold out a few weeks beforehand. Now, a question I keep getting is, how is the Nutrition Recharge Program different than your 10-week Earn That Body? So just really quickly wanted to let you know, the Nutrition Recharge is a weight loss program and a sort of get your nutrition on track program that does not require any food logging. So it's a little less personalized. It doesn't include any fitness or workouts, but it was extremely effective to help people get their nutrition dialed in, to educate them about how to eat, what to eat, and also they lost weight. So it was a very effective program without logging any calories, and it's at a much cheaper price point than the 10-week Earn That Body. 10-week Earn That Body is a personalized program, and that includes more personalized calories for you, food logging, where I check your food logs, and include your workouts as well. So that's just a really quick tidbit. They both start on January 6th. Go to earnthatbody.com for more information. But we gotta get right to the episode, right? Today's episode, we are talking about the power of one for holiday eating. And I don't know if any of you caught my segment on Studio 512 that I did last week, but I discussed the power of one, which is what we're gonna talk about today, but I get to go into a little more detail in the podcast. Because when I'm on the TV episode, For Studio 512, we literally have to get it all in in three to four minutes. And there's so much more I always want to say. So I am going to give you all of the details, even if you saw the episode on my social media, perhaps, or live in Austin. We're going to go into a little more depth. The Power of One for Holiday Eating is a system that I have sort of developed over the years to help my clients not gain five pounds over the holiday eating of that particular dinner, for example, Thanksgiving, right? Um, And I, I also created it so that you don't feel terrible at the end of the night. So those holiday festivity nights when there's a big dinner like Thanksgiving or sometimes Christmas, you end up eating so much that you're literally not feeling good. And so if you use the technique of the power of one, very easy, very simple, and I think that you're gonna feel a lot better and you're not going to gain five pounds in one night. So all of that is to come right after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, this information coming from the Baylor College of Medicine. And it's perfect timing because it is Thanksgiving week. Of course, I never know when you're going to listen to this podcast. You might be listening in the summertime, but it is still worth a listen. But today in Baylor College of Medicine, they had an article talking about eating for the holidays, and one of the sections was leftover safety. I thought it was particularly interesting because people don't really talk about this very often, and the Earn That Body podcast is all about bringing you health 
fitness and nutrition information. This one sort of goes hand in hand with health and nutrition, and this is what it said. Moderating your Thanksgiving meal allows you to enjoy leftovers for a few days, but make sure to not keep them for too long after the holiday. Leftovers should be consumed within three to four days of preparation. Make sure you cool your cooked food quickly and do not let it linger on the counter, as food should not sit at room temperature for more than two hours. Do not feel pressured to finish off foods that keep well in the freezer for up to six months, such as meat or non-cream-based casserole. Freeze extra portions and enjoy them in the new year. So great information, leftover safety. How many times do you have a Thanksgiving dinner or even like a Christmas dinner? You made the food and you put it out and that dinner could go on for like two or three hours before you start picking things up and putting it away and, and you know, what are you going to put in the fridge or you going to freeze? That food could technically sit on the table for way more than two hours, right? So that's one thing you want to think about. You also want to make sure that food is cooled before you, you go ahead and stick it in a container and throw it in the freezer. But most importantly, you just want to make sure that those leftovers that are put in the fridge are really eaten within three to four days. So if you are someone who, and trust me, I've definitely done it, the food might be left in there for five, six, the next week, and you're like, oh, I forgot I had stuffing left. You know, I'm gonna have a little of that. It's probably not a good idea. So three to four days, and don't leave the food on the table for more than two hours, probably, if you're going to save it. All right, so that's a little bit about leftover safety. But now let's get to the power of one. So. How did I come up with the power of one? It's something that's definitely evolved and you've heard me talk about many of these things before if, if you are a Earn That Body fan and listener. But let me tell you a little bit about how my holidays used to be when I grew up. So I come from a Jewish family and we like to eat, <laughs> which is funny because I mean, so many families love to eat. The Italian families love to eat, right? Like there's so many different types of families out there who love to eat. Well, we definitely loved our food. And I remember very specifically when I think back to our Thanksgiving dinners growing up, how often we ate so much that for one, I always sort of felt like, okay, what am I going to wear tonight so that I can be comfortable so I can eat a lot? So because I don't want to wear tight jeans because I know, you know, that button is going to be pushing against my stomach very quickly, probably before the appetizers are even done, right? So I used to think about that even as a teenager. And then when I think back at the memories, I, I see us all enjoying our, our wonderful dinner. My mom was an amazing cook and, and there were so many great options. And we certainly, you know, the, the cocktails were always flowing for the adults and there was more than enough food and who wants seconds and who's going to get more. And all I know is by the end of the night, I literally remember my aunt saying things like, I'm in pain, meaning she ate so much that she was literally in pain. And I've been there. I think I had several Thanksgivings where I also was in pain afterwards. And how often have you eaten a meal where you literally are like, I'm in pain, like literally, like I'm bloated already, my stomach hurts, but that tastes so good, I'm just gonna finish it off. Okay, I'm guilty of it. Everyone, yes, Kim Eagle, she, she's normal, she feels that way too. And I've been there and I've done it, and I still do it sometimes. You know, it's not like I live a perfect life by any means. 
But the point is, these are the memories I have. Like we were literally in pain after Thanksgiving. And it's not a great feeling. Let's face it. Yes, you enjoyed the dinner and everything tasted amazing, but there's I just don't think it's a great feeling to be like bloated and exhausted and in pain after a holiday meal. And I think that it can be done. Actually, I know that it can be done where you enjoy it and don't feel like that. So what I've done is, like I said, I've created what I call the power of one because I want to make it as simple as possible for you. I want you to think about these next 10 steps at Thanksgiving this week or at your Christmas dinner or at your Hanukkah party, whatever it might be. I want you to start thinking of the power of one. And I bet you more than once at Thanksgiving this week, you're going to be like, oh, this is what Kim Eagle would have said that the power of one would mean. So if you're not looking to feel horrible after your meal and in pain, let's try these 10 things. The first one I want you to do on the day of your holiday dinner, again, we're specifically talking about Thanksgiving because it's this week, but it pertains to any dinner out there. I want you to do a one hour cardio workout. Power of one, one hour cardio workout. I would skip the strength training on this day because you're gonna eat more calories than usual. Cardio workouts burn more calories. One hour cardio workout. Trust me on this, you're gonna wanna do it. The second thing is I want you to have one normal day of food. (laughs) What do I mean by that? You're gonna have your one breakfast because we eat breakfast every day. You're gonna have your one snack after breakfast because you should have a snack between breakfast and lunch, especially you know if those are separated out. You're gonna have your one lunch. You're gonna have one normal day of food. I do not want to see you not eat all day get in a three hour workout because you know you're eating big tonight. And then by dinner time, you're like, okay, I am absolutely famished because you didn't eat all day and you worked out overtime, which you don't have to do. And now you're going to eat above and beyond a normal plate of food and you will feel sick and you will probably put on five pounds if you do it that way. But if you eat a normal day of food, go ahead, a normal day of food, right, everyone? You're not going to be starving when you go into Thanksgiving. It's not a good idea to be starving when you go into a holiday dinner because you are more likely to overeat and likely grab the less healthy options, especially like the appetizers, you know, tons of different appetizers. Appetizers are usually not that healthy, are they? They're just a lot of like, you know, like cheese and crackers. You could probably do without. Um, Sometimes there's a lot of different meats on a board, you know, probably do without. So don't go into the day, don't go into the night or the evening or the dinner starving. Trust me, one normal day of food. Number three, I want you to have one glass of water per hour. One, power of one, one glass of water per hour. Now, why am I telling you this? You want to stay hydrated. Now, this is particularly for the, the dinner, right? The dinner, the dinner party. So you walk, you walk up to your house that you're going to, or maybe it's your own house, and they're going to let you in, and they're going to welcome you, and the first thing they're going to do is say, like, hey, can I get you a drink? Make your first drink a glass of water. Hey, I'm just getting here. Maybe just a glass of water to get started. It's a great idea to stay hydrated all day. You could do one glass of water every hour of the day if you want to, but you don't have to overhydrate. I don't I don't want everybody to be like walking in with a bloated belly of water, but when you get to dinner time, I want you to start off with one glass of water and then I want you to have a glass 
every hour if you can, um, because it's gonna help you stay hydrated, it's gonna fill you up a little bit, and trust me, you're gonna feel so much better than if you get dehydrated and start with too many cocktails, all right? So ask for water as your first drink to get started. You got the whole night, don't worry, you can have a cocktail, we're gonna talk about that next. But one glass of water per hour once you get to your dinner or your dinner begins. Number five, let's move right into the cocktail. Okay, you're not gonna like me for this, but if you truly wanna keep things on track, you don't wanna gain five pounds, you don't wanna feel like total crap, I should say, at the end of the night, could you stick to one cocktail? I think you could. Now, the power of one is one cocktail, but I know some of you are like, no, I can't. (laughs) Okay, in that case, can you stick to two? Because that's probably enough. You're gonna start your evening with that one glass of water when you get to the dinner, and then maybe decide, do you want your cocktail when you're walking around and mingling with people, or do you want your cocktail with dinner? And if you're gonna have two, but that's not the power of one, that would be the power of two, that's a totally different situation. (laughs) If you're gonna have one, you know, figure out, do you like it with your dinner? Do you want it when you're mingling? And what kind of cocktail will it be? I don't care what kind of cocktail it's gonna be. It's usually gonna be some kind of wine for most of you. It could be beer. I don't know, do a lot of people do those foo-foo cocktails at Thanksgiving? Maybe, and if you're gonna do one, but be careful of the foo-foo cocktails because they have a lot of sugar. But if you can do one, this is what I do. I save my one for dinner, and then I really savor it and enjoy it throughout the entire dinner. And as I drink that cocktail, I always have a glass of water with me as well. Refraining from too much alcohol is going to help you on so many levels. Once you have more than like two glasses of wine or whatever cocktail it is you're drinking, let's face it, the inhibitions start to go away and all of a sudden you're like, the power of what? (laughs) Who cares? I'll do the power of one tomorrow. I'll do it next day. Like you just don't care once that alcohol starts flowing through your system. But honestly, once too much alcohol flows through your system, you just, you won't even be able to enjoy your food the same way. You won't sleep well that night. You know, and I know that less alcohol is always going to make you feel better. So enjoy, I really can enjoy one glass because that's all I have and I savor it. And I think I enjoy it so much more than people who are having like four or five glasses. So give it a try. Let me know how it goes. One cocktail. Number six, you get to the dinner table and you're going to have one plate of food. I really think this could go for the men and the women. For sure the women, we tend to be a lot smaller. Now some of you men are pretty big guys and you maybe could have two plates of food depending on how much you exercise and your metabolism and and what your goal is. But honestly, a plate of Thanksgiving food, one plate is probably sufficient for every size person. You probably would be full. So the power of one, you're gonna have one plate of food and that means you're not going back for seconds, right? One plate of food is a lot. So tell yourself now, I'm gonna try a little bit of everything, but I'm not going back for seconds. So as I I said earlier in my, my Thanksgiving memories of growing up, there was a lot of, who wants more? Who wants me to get them more of this? Here's more turkey, I'm gonna pass this around. Oh, there's more stuffing, everyone. And you know, the more it went around the table, you just kinda took extra, you took another scoop. And it tasted so good, I'll take another scoop. And again, that's what starts to make you sick. It's kind of like when someone is pouring the wine at the table and you don't even realize they keep filling up your glass and before you know it, you've had five glasses and you didn't even realize it because they didn't really tell you. 
which by the way is something you want to keep in mind <laughs> if you see someone pouring the wine maybe you tell them oh i'm good i'm set but when the food keeps being passed around or they keep people keep saying does anybody want more and, and you take more you're getting in a lot of calories and it's a lot of food and you're this food is already rich right so you probably don't need more than one plate number seven one serving so when you're filling up that plate of food, how about you give everything a try? There's a lot of options. At least there wasn't my house on Thanksgiving. There was all kinds of things from the turkey to the stuffing to the cranberry mold to we used to have um, sweet potatoes my mom made, sweet potatoes my sister's mother-in-law made. I mean, everybody has their favorite, so there's so many options. And I loved it all. So my first thing is, if you love it all, have a little serving of everything. Make it sort of like a taster's choice on your on your plate. You don't need a big, huge, massive serving of everything. Have a small serving size of everything so that you can have a taste. Likely, that's gonna fill up your plate pretty big, right? Now, it is my recommendation that you go, and we're gonna go into number eight here, that you fill as much of your plate as possible with a vegetable. And I hope for your sake that someone hosting the dinner or that you, if you're hosting the dinner, has some kind of vegetable. And if you find out they're not, maybe you could bring that vegetable and make it a non-carbohydrate vegetable because they probably already have the sweet potatoes and the potatoes and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you're the one who brings the roasted broccoli, which is my favorite, as you know, if you follow me on social media, um, or the asparagus or something green, a green salad. If you can, on your plate, grab the vegetables first, let that take up some solid room. If you could make it take up half your plate, that would be amazing. And then have a little bit of everything else, fill up the plate, and that's it, right? So your one plate of food, your one serving of your favorite items. Hey, if there's an item you don't really even like, don't even put it on your plate. Because I think I used to do that too. It's like, oh, I don't usually like this one, but I'll give it a try. If you don't like it, don't even put it on your plate. There is enough other food on on the table. Um, and then the vegetable, please have a vegetable and, and make your veggies take up more of the plate than anything else if you can. Number nine, power of one, one bite of desserts. There, I'm gonna say it like that, one bite of desserts. Why I'm saying that is because, again, at my Thanksgiving table, there were always like three or four pies, different cookies, like so much dessert. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And if you had a full serving of every piece of pie there and the cookie, I mean, it's so much food. So the first thing is make sure your dessert plate is not the size of your dinner plate. A small dessert plate, give everything a bite. So the power of one is either one small serving total or I like to say one bite of everything. And that's a good, you know, a good way to do that is if your partner is willing. Um, hey, do you want to, you know, get a dessert plate together and we could both just take a bite of everything? I, my partner, thank God, my husband would be like, sure. <laughs> and that would work out. And then one bite of everything, everything's so sweet. You probably would be kind of over it by the time that one shared plate was done. If you just tried a little bite of the pumpkin pie and a little bite of the apple pie, and then there was this cookie and probably would be enough. 
Or if you're someone who's like, no, 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 I gotta have my dessert, I gotta have my own plate, I don't wanna share, then make it one small sliver of everything. And that way you have a little sample size again. But it's either one bite or one sliver of the desserts. I'm not saying you have to pick one dessert, because again, there's so many on the table, you might wanna try everything. And I want you to enjoy your holiday. I don't want you to be deprived. But I know that you're gonna be full if you do it this way, and you won't be deprived. So that's number nine. And number 10, what's number 10? You're going to have another glass of water. <laughs> that's kind of a repeat, I know. It's kind of a repeat of number three. But the reality is by this point in the dinner, you've already forgotten that you promised me you were gonna have one glass of water per hour. And now you're probably sitting at the table and hopefully you're still just finishing your one cocktail. But did you replenish the water? Because I really want you to start flushing out your system right after the dinner is eaten, right? So not just the cocktails, but getting in the water again and keeping that water flowing. Now, if you did have too many cocktails and you didn't, you, it, if you followed the power of 10, <laughs> When it comes to cocktails this Thanksgiving, for sure start drinking water before you go to bed because that'll help flush the system as well. Now, again, these are all things to sort of help you through a Thanksgiving dinner, a Christmas dinner, a Hanukkah dinner, whatever your dinner might be. The power of one just keeps it simple so that you don't feel terrible or in pain after your meal. And I promise you, when you wake up the next day, do you ever say this? Do you ever go, gosh, I really wish I ate more. I wish I had more of that cranberry uh, mold and I wish that I had more of that pumpkin pie and man, I wish I had like three more cocktails. Said no one ever. You never wake up the next day and think, I wish I ate more. But you often, hopefully, would wake up the next day and say, gosh, I feel really good. I didn't overdo it last night and I feel great. That is such a better feeling because often what happens on those big dinners and on these holiday weekends where it's like Thanksgiving's going to start on a Thursday and it seems like that entire weekend is just doomed in terms of your health and your nutrition. But if you can monitor the holiday dinner and you wake up feeling pretty good, the rest of the weekend goes pretty good, right? You get your workouts in still and you don't throw in the towel and Eating really bad on Thanksgiving, it's sort of like throwing in the towel for the whole weekend. You wake up the next day, you feel terrible. So what are you gonna do? Everybody's going out for breakfast. You're gonna go out for breakfast and you think, well, I already threw in the towel last night. I'm gonna go ahead and get the, the sausage and the pancakes and God knows what. And it just rolls through the whole weekend. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is four days of so much unhealthy food. So many calories that on Monday, you will likely be up five to 10 pounds. Yes, I've seen clients do it. It happens. It happens all the time. And you feel terrible. It doesn't have to be like that. I truly believe that with the power of one, if you take even a few of these into effect this week, you will come out feeling great, feeling awesome, feeling healthy, and that will save you so much on Monday. And there you have it, the power of one. I know you're all gonna think of me on Thanksgiving, and I know you're all gonna break some of these rules, and that's fine, but I know you're also all gonna do a few. And even if you just do a few, I think it's gonna make a difference. So really quickly, you're gonna get in your one hour cardio workout that day. You're gonna have one normal day of food. You're gonna have one glass of water per hour of that dinner. You're gonna have one cocktail. You're gonna have one plate of food. 
You're gonna have one serving of all your favorite foods. You're gonna have one veggie minimum, because I would like way more veggies than that. You're gonna have one bite of dessert. You're gonna have one glass of water again. And then just one other thing that I think I sort of forgot to squeeze in there was, was about talking about the appetizers. If you can, Let's just avoid the appetizers. When you get to a dinner or something, the dinner's gonna be enough. There's gonna be so much food. Save that appetizer time for walking around with your water and talking to people and just sort of like settling in. I would definitely do that. Or I would say one appetizer, right? Just one and limit it because that's the power of one. And that's it for today. And the most important thing I really, really hope for all of you is that you take the time to enjoy your family, your friends, and the holiday. Don't make it about the food. So many memories are being made at these festivities and these holidays. I just love them so much. And I don't know about you, but my kiddo, he is 17 now, and he's going to go to college in a couple years. And I just want to remember all of these great times and these holiday moments. And I don't want to look back and think about how much I ate and how much pain I was in, right? I want to think about the awesome holiday experience with my family. So get a little more present in what the holiday means and who you're with and enjoying their company and get up the next day and hydrate no matter what. Get a great workout in the next day to shake it off and get it through your system and then get ready for the holiday challenge because that starts on December 16th. I hope you're gonna join us for the holiday challenge. Two weeks to make sure in the December weeks that are the hardest weeks to not gain weight that you don't gain weight. We do a two week challenge There's no food logging, it's all fun, you can win prizes, and you get access to my all new strength in no time strength training video program. So definitely check that out at earnthatbody.com. It is about to sell out if it's not already sold out by the time this launches. Um, You always can email me, kim at earnthatbody.com if you have any questions about my programs or what program might be the best fit for you with the coming new year and with some of the goals that you might have. Everyone have a wonderful, healthy, safe Thanksgiving holiday, and I will catch you next time. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 